this this podcast is about to have spoilers for Avengers Endgame. If you have not watched Endgame, pause this recording and watch the movie. Do not listen to this. And it's not even like a if you care about spoilers or not. We're telling you, do not listen to it if you haven't seen the movie. Filters off, boys and girls. You deserve this. <laughs> Hit pause. Yes. Now that we've given you the chance to leave and watch Endgame like a rational human being, this is Vincent. This is Jean. This is Alex. And this is David. Welcome to Sidekicks. So, guys, we everyone here has... We're, just, we're skipping the intro this we're week. Skipping the intro. It's too important. This is a monumental moment in history, good <laughs> Get sir. Get right to the point. We saw Avengers Endgame, and this week we're going to discuss our thoughts, feelings, and... Well, and why we don't like it as a movie ever overall. <laughs> that's, I don't, that one is fucking funny. Like that's that's like, it's not even this is was this lived up to the hype. No, to be clear, fucking ten out of fucking ten. At least yeah. from my perspective. Yeah, they get they get a, an eleven out of ten if only because they've been around for eleven years and they still somehow pulled this off. Yeah, it was great. I would yeah. say I'm not as enthusiastic as everyone else, as I've, I've noticed. <laughs> But I can get into that later. But. Your 9 out of 10 is... <laughs> 9 out of 10, 8 out of 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, this is, for me, everything I've ever wanted in a comic book movie. I didn't think they could pull it off. They did. I've never been so happy. If they stopped making Marvel movies after this moment, I'd be okay with I, it. I would be, I would say, like, this is a good note. This is a good note to go on. I'm like... I, and if, if they suck after this, I don't think that's DC fine. They, should, they already finished this. I sincerely don't think DC should make movies after this. Live action, no. Live action, no. I really don't. I think at this point it, they should focus on animated. It only get, makes DC look so bad. Yeah, just work on the abstract stuff. DC, you know, they need to just leave the comic book on a high. To me, if DC tried to do this, it'd be like if they were trying to bring back, what was it, that Kid of Poseidon movie franchise after Harry Potter to compete? Oh, yeah. oh, oh no, uh, oh, whatever, doesn't matter. Yeah, Percy Jackson. Percy, Percy Jackson, Jackson yeah. right. At this point, your your Batman movies are just Percy Jacksons. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so what what did everyone... I don't even know where to dive in first. So, so, so hold on. I, I want to I take one brief moment because I think everyone's going to enjoy the hell out of this movie, Right. But I think yeah. people need to realize this, the, the fact that they pulled this movie off from a logistical and creative standpoint is a fucking feat in and of itself. Yeah. So well, ex- expand that. Why, why so, is that? What made what made uh, this so much harder than any other movie? There's else? a great NPR interview with the Russo brothers and one of the screenplay writers going over the kind of the the production timeline and like how this movie came to be and how they wrote the script for the movie. So they came off of Civil War, and they had to write. Not one script for a movie. They had to write two scripts for a movie to get Infinity War and Endgame done. They had one year to write the script because they needed to go into production. To put this in context, they had two years to write Civil War. <laughs> and they said Civil War, which featured a lot of characters, was like the hardest fucking movie that they had. And to add context to that, before Civil War... Avengers. Avengers Age of Ultron, Josh Whedon left because he felt that was too much work, right. too much pressure, too many characters. So they have... Because he had to deal with eight whole so they have to write. So they have to write two movies, they have to incorporate all the characters, and they have to incorporate characters that hadn't yet gone into production. They were literally writing out this movie, and Taika Waititi had to come and tell them, hey, here's what's happening in Ragnarok. Uh, they literally... Thought about putting setting the movie in Wakanda, and they're like, we've never seen Wakanda. We don't know if anybody's even going to like Black Panther. What if Black Panther fails? And it wasn't until like Marvel execs came and be like, no, trust us. We saw that we saw the the pre the pre showing. Like, 
fucking put, put it in Wakanda. Like, they were making this movie with assuming things were going to happen on the fly without actually knowing what they yeah. Now, see, that's, I think that right there's a very important thing that Nate, to notate is, for one, Black Panther had not been out yet. And Black Panther, as a character historically, was not someone you would imagine to be a... An A-lister. An, an Emmy-winning movie. You would not... If someone Oscar. tell me... Right. Oscar, excuse me. Someone tell me if you're on one of the, fir- the first... Com- one of the first comic movies to get an Oscar, one of the comic movies to achieve an Oscar is going to be Black Panther. I would have fucking laughed you. I was like, really? Black... No, you mixed up. You meant Batman, right? Yeah. You meant some of the other... No. And for the, Did you the, say Batman Panther? Bat Panther. <laughs> and for the Disney executives, before a movie's even done, so they're watching it in production, have so much confidence to go to another studio mid-production and say, nah, you're going to put this shit in there. Trust us. Yeah. It's going to make us money. So That is... So a- in general, like... It like it blows my mind that they pulled this movie off. Yeah. It blows my mind that they were able to write and direct a screenplay that made sense and brought so much to the fucking table yeah. in three hours. Like it, I, it, it is, it is a a masterpiece to say the least in terms of just the sheer creative effort behind it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it for me is that. It's a comic book movie through and through, oh, yeah. through and through. There are so many plot holes I could tear it apart, but that's so minimized to the character arcs that were completed. Yeah, and it really is a statement about it's the, the stories. It's about the journey, and I feel sometimes we've lost track of us trying to appease every fan, every troll, trying to cross every I and every T. At the end of the day, I want a good story. And it provided that. And I want a story at times when it's very clear who the hero is, who the villain is. Yeah, I mean, we, we've got a lot of different Marvel movies that specifically, like, go into that gray line about, like, you've got ambiguous villains. And, I mean, you know, obviously we've got, you know, we've got the Spider-Man Far From, or Spider-Man Homecoming, which, I mean, that was a little bit more of a direct villain, but he had, like, a lot of layers to him, specifically with Black Panther. We had, like, a lot of depth there. And then it's great to, like, go into Infinity War and Endgame where it's just like, no, we've got, like, a clear villain. He has, like, a clear motive, but he's also a clear villain. But it's also, I mean, even with, the, I would say Thanos old and Thanos young are two different characters. Oh, that's true. Because sure. Thanos true. young the villain was, like, technically I'm, dies in the first, what, 15 minutes? Yeah, like, and yeah, that by itself, 10 minutes. And the way they did that, that immediately, Shut that me. hit me, like, so it's I mean, one of those movies. They just took I mean, cleared the head. I, I think I kind of assumed it was going to happen. Or I don't know if it was a theory that I read that was like a spoiler in disguise, but I had read a theory about that. Like, I think that it's going to be heavily time travel focused and that he's going to die in the, right, right away in the beginning. I heard that the stones were going to be destroyed. That was a theory, a, a rumor I, I heard. heard that. That. I hadn't I heard that. I did. I heard the I heard the, that was one of the spoilers like, that yeah. came true. The, the only prediction of mine that even got any more remotely close was Quantum Realm time shenanigans. Yeah. And that was only because that was the only way that uh, we could come up with them having to go back to like the original Avengers set because we had seen some of the set pictures right, originally. Yeah, yeah. That was like the, of all the predictions I think everybody made, like that's the only one that I was like, yeah, yeah that's but that came even close. Another one, I heard that Hulk loses an arm, which didn't happen, but he got Well, cl- close to. Yeah. But going back to Thanos, it was very, very interesting and very spectacular that they did this with him because in the Infinity War, we were essentially kind of rooting for him. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. he's saving the world and stuff. But this Thanos hasn't gone through everything that that Thanos went through. That's a very good point. He, he saw kind of the end, and he's just like, see, I tried fixing you, and that didn't even work. Obviously, you all need to die. Well, so yeah, he has yeah. such a different mindset and is so much... Like, the Thanos we met 
was acquiring all these stones and getting like wisdom and knowledge yeah. and all these things as he was acquiring them. Like he he had empathy. Yeah. He was like spared Iron Man because Doctor Strange was like, here's a time stone, and he was just like, you know, an honorable man. This Thanos is a fucking dick. He is, yeah. he, and that Thanos also had felt sacrifice. He after, mm-hmm. he, after was, he was he wanted to well, this one had lost. Yet. I think more interesting is also this Thanos was also really arrogant because in his mind he knew he knows he wins. Yeah. yeah, that's another. So good he thought point. he thought he 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 bought his own, bought his, his, own, own hype. his own hype, his own Kool Aid. That like, oh, I win. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I really like that they brought the the four guys back: Corvius Glaive, Proxima Midnight, Ebony Mon, Colipsy. You're probably the only person that actually can name all four of them. <laughs> it's only because of the Funko Pop. I don't think any three of us. It's just they died so easily. One of them, you know, in Infinity War, died in the first half, and then the other three died within five minutes of each other. And in, in this one, one of them dies of being stepped on pretty quickly too. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. they were like a part of the dialogue. Like, Master, look! Like they were part of the planning and the plotting yeah. and the scheming. Yeah. Like. <clears throat> And then a very funny, not funny, but apparently in Affinity where they cut out a lot of the relationship between Corbius and Proxima, um, but they do date on the, in the comics, and that wasn't okay. really portrayed very well in Infinity War. And then when they're all being dusted at the end, there is a you see, silly yeah, yeah, they're, they're hugging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. I That's didn't see good. that. Yeah, good. That okay. stood out to me because I was like, wait, who was that? And then it made sense. I know they had to cut things. They were ripping apart. As I mean, kind of what Alex was saying. That script, they were shredding it, piecing together, stapling, super gluing it, then tearing it apart again. Uh, there were so many scenes they wanted to do. That. I know there was a scene they wanted for all the original Avengers to be on a table together. They couldn't make that one happen. The characters were going to put out a space were different, but that couldn't work. And I, a part of, I'm sure a lot of it has to do with what was Alex was saying. They didn't know how what certain movies were going to play out. They didn't know what kind of... I'm, hell, did they even know if uh, Mantis was going to be a character till in the ninth hour? Like, oh, we've got oh. another character now. Okay. And people love Mantis. Uh, yeah. And she's got, like, the representation. But I, th- yeah. I, I thought she was great. I, I, I Honestly, I could care less about Mantis, funny enough. Like, I like Mantis. She, I love she, Mantis. She didn't even have... I don't think she had a moment in Infinity War at all. In, she showed up. In, or, sorry, in, in game. She did. Well, she had or that Endgame. sign where she's like, "Yes, knives." That's a. Bug. She had a it funny was like line. A Guardians. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But with Endgame, I gotta give because I was thinking about this before we recorded. If I take Infinity War and Endgame and I glue them together, it does make for one movie. Yeah. Uh, and the role. I, I actually, I I actually disagree because I disagree the, t- the tone is very different from yeah, Infinity yeah, yeah. War. Yeah, And the here's Endgame. okay. So we saw Ragnarok on Tuesday or Monday, and then we saw Infinity War on Wednesday. But after we saw Ragnarok on Monday, I begged my husband and his cousin, like, can we watch the first three minutes of Infinity War? Just because you see at the very end, you know, they're looking out the window like, Earth it is. And then in the end credit scene, you see Thanos' ship arrive. And then the beginning of Infinity War really set the tone. Like, no sound. It's just them like pleading for help. They're on a refugee ship. And then the, the music, like, so eerie. So, um, yeah, uh... It, it really did have such a different tone. And back to what I was saying earlier, and I guess I can go more into it now. I think Infinity War was a better movie. Like, the way it was put together, the story, the telling, the storytelling, and then the pacing. And Endgame, while it was amazing and I loved it and enjoyed it, I don't think it was a great movie. But it was a great comic book movie. Yeah. Mm, can I disagree? A lot of the scenes played out like a comic book panel. Like, so many of them. My rebuttal? Can I have my... Yes. I agree, but I think that's why they work as one. 
is the tone is different because it's the second act of the play of the story. So that was the the snap was the climax, and that's what shifted. And if you watch the way the films play out, where at the end of Infinity War is when things the tone shifts when they drop all the music as they dissipate and as Thanos is saying is off to his own retirement realm, retirement and then the first scene we have in in what in Endgame is Clint is Clint with his family and there's still no music and there's still a bright light and then he turns around and they're gone and that's when the movie shifts into the action. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, yeah then that's one. It blends in that scene. But then after that, it's just like well, joking. It's Cap trying to be positive, even though you know he's dying inside. Yeah. Well, but I think that's actually a really important scene because it really captures, like, it's in five years. Like, people are trying to move on with their life. Like, like I, oh, yeah. I actually really, really appreciate that scene to try to really I establish, like, Cappy's optimism and that's because yeah. it's a really core trait of his character in the MCU. Yeah, and I guess this is my mistake. It doesn't go directly into that. It does go into like right after it goes into Oh right, yeah. yeah. Well, it, Captain Marvel rescues Tony. But can I just say I totally called it when they did show the preview of Hawkeye with his daughter. I was like, I have a feeling it's a scene where he's gonna be like teaching her this whole stuff and then she's gonna dust in front yeah. of him. Yeah. 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 I was like that sounds like a horror movie about to happen. See, I appreciate I appreciate the way that we're going to call Marvel's Trinity. Thor. Uh, well, even, and I'm going to put Black Widow in there also, the Quadrants. Uh, I mean, I mean, might as well throw all six. What do you mean? Uh, uh-huh. I, I don't put her in the same. It, I, who had the climatic three fight? Thor, Iron Man, Cappy. Yeah. They're the, they're, yeah, they're she the made the Trinity. ultimate sacrifice, though. Bingo. She did. I don't, I don't give you. Uh, is she important to the story? Yes. She was like, this is my family. It changed her life. I, she, I seriously cannot believe she was cut from... She like, she very much done. is. A, a very critical part of, of the story, of here. the cast, of the team. She never had her movie listing. She never had her big three. She's not one of the Trinity, either in the comic books or in the movies. Ooh. Okay, she hasn't had her own trilogy. Okay, I'm going to... I don't blame that on white men executives, though. No, <laughs> I, I absolutely agree. I'm just saying by, by definition of like the movies and the way we've structured these characters... We get three people who get three critical endings. Tony, Cappy, Thor. Yeah. She was critical in Iron Man and Captain America's storylines, though. She's, she's always and especially been a, the Avengers. She's always been a very great supporting character. Don't get me wrong. She's very important to the to the whole arc of the story. Okay. I see what you're, I see what you're saying. Uh, but with those three, it's the way that they all dealt with loss. Yeah. And part of that is the way that their characters... So with Cap, he, for the all intents and purposes, snaps... Is just part of his story because he is the guy who got frozen and fast forwarded. What he was frozen in ice, and then between Avengers one and and it's what it's real time to so a ten year gap. Yeah. So he's already and in Captain Avengers he'd only been defrozen what a couple of months right he yep. wasn't so for him he that was him already everyone he knew gone so that was a ten year. 10 year mm-hmm. of him rebuilding then another 5 years of him rebuilding I think one of the reasons why he was more optimistic and positive is he's walked through that Yeah. Thor on the other hand he is his, his deity who's been living, for living in eons and wealth and in power and his whole world in, a, in, his, in his mind a second of a second Mm-hmm. Everything was just decimated, and he was reduced to another planet. He was reduced to fishing, a fishing town, upgraded. He, and that's why he just everything for him just fell apart. Well, and well, even then, 
worse is he feel he knows he fails. Like he knows that he failed. He's the reason why this all happened. Yeah. And he, 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 <laughs> he went wear- to get the Thanos killing weapon. And, Didn't go for the head and and failed. So he, he wears he wears that grief. And then that's and, the and other that's, one. That, yeah. Well, then that, and that's a perfect segue to Iron Man. Well, first Iron Man is he went from being this incredibly selfish man in the very beginning to wanting to give it his all to protect the world in the end. And he was always trying, and he was surrounded with tech, this He armor. couldn't stay out of the fight. He couldn't. And with when at the end when Thanos showed up, he he didn't feel, the way that you said that Thor felt he failed, Tony did believe he was trying to do everything he could. And he felt that the Avengers failed. Yeah. Where that Cap didn't show up. He said, if you guys were there, we could have, instead he, and in his brain, in his mind, he was relying on a 16-year-old kid this complete frat stranger he had never met before, and a wizard who gave away the the, the game changing tool. Yeah. So he felt he just got screwed, and he, he doesn't was, think that they lost because of anything that he did. Right. He did absolutely everything that and he so could from beginning to end. And so when he lands on Earth and sees that Pepper's still alive, he's just like, "Peace, bingo!" Like I didn't lose this. This is all I wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he goes back to being. Selfish, essentially, but in a very different way because this Iron Man appreciates, like what he has. Yeah, yeah. what he has yeah. so much more than he did in the beginning, where he was taking her for granted. Bingo! Right, that's exactly right. So it's so interesting to see the way all three of these characters took their their arcs in totally different directions in the moment of trauma. I just thought that was so beautiful. Thor basically turning into Odin. Yeah, well, I mean, the Thor, hair with the beard was... with the gut. <laughs> yeah, yeah I didn't even think about Odin. that. Yeah, yeah, and the eye. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Thor was Thor was a great. They were all they Thor were literally great. lost an eye like Odin did. Well, and Odin. so that's what the, the fan service for this film was just. Well, and, and specifically though. talking about that Trinity real quick, I mean, the fan service of going from that final fight where you get this really big scene where you've got Captain America, Iron Man, Thor versus Thanos, goes all the way back to the first Avengers movie where you had Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor fighting Fight each other. Oh, that's a good call-out. Uh, well, that and, is a really good And specifically call out. in that fight well, is where you get the... the yeah, yeah, where you get the, like, the hammer hitting the shield causing the shockwave, and then... At the end of that fight, before all the other Avengers come in, Cap uses the hammer and the shield himself so, to create the same shockwave. Oh, so good! So before we get, let's talk. I want to look. I want to talk about also with that the other Avengers, the the non movie Avengers, Black Wid, uh, Black Widow, Hawkeye, and Hulk. Yeah, I thought their character as well, their arcs. I really enjoyed seeing where they all three of them went because, like Alex, you said they were supporting cast members. But they're really important. They were yeah. very like Black Widow's character arc seen across all these movies is actually really important, and it really she is the in, in essence. I actually touch on her as she's like the Flash in terms of she's the consciousness of of the group. She's the heart of the group. She was. She was the heart. And I had she, heard reviews that she like had a standout role in this film, like that she really shone. And it really, I think it was more than I could have expected. Yeah. yeah. Like she. That scene where she's like, you know, it's the five years later jump and she's like running the. Eating she's the head of shield. She took she's over. the head of shield. Period. And like the level of emotion in just like a very brief second of like, like her going from like, yeah, everything's fine. Go find this person. And just, she just like breaks down crying. And then she laughs at Cap. And it was just like so much depth. Ugh. Scott yeah. Johansson, you're and amazing. And she did it so great. And it. It made you her her talking to Cap. This conversation just really kind of laid it out for you everything that mm-hmm. she's been through. Like yeah. we don't know much about her past, but 
we do know that she was very, very broken in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, and, and she found this family and she was better for it. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, she fails. And I thought that was perfect. We're skipping his a little bit, but I thought the, I, the way they handled the, sto- the soul stone was very important for me. With uh, as soon as they were like, "You guys are going to Vormir," I was like, "Fuck you guys!" This is gonna suck. <laughs> like, I mean, from a writing standpoint, you know, like what's going to happen from like an audience standpoint because it's like, yeah, they don't know what's there. No one knows what's there. Nobody no one knows, knows how they, Thanos got it. Yeah. yeah, and funny enough, I was I was really hoping like, oh, maybe because they already lost their. That's their, what I was. Maybe thinking. because they already lost people. Though, Come on, Red Skull, you're different like, now, right? We're not, we're not gonna, Alex, it's very hopeful. Of I was, that's what I was thinking. I was really hopeful. The soul stone is the friends we made along the way. That's exactly. <laughs> Care Bear Stare? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I've got split, 25 split cents. I can do Split second, I like same enthusiasm. And then I was like, absolutely no. not. <laughs> Especially, you know, when when I realized that wasn't happening when uh, Hawkeye was just like walking by Stonekeeper. He's like, oh, hey, hey, dude, you're still there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, like, yeah. And he's just like floating so eerily, like with no music. And I really. I called the deaths completely opposite in this movie. I thought Cap was gonna die, not Iron Man, and I thought Hawkeye was gonna die, not Black Widow. Yeah, so did I. And, yeah. and especially yeah. after he made the jump, and then she still jumped after him. That's what I love. That is, it was very important because I knew they've done. I've seen that done so many times where one person is gonna make a sacrifice, the other person trips them. But he's supposed to be the elite of the elite of the elite <laughs> yeah, of they shield. Don't stop. So yeah, it's like I they were countering each other's counters, each other's counters to kill to commit the sacrifice. The sacrifice itself was them trying to overcome another <laughs> yeah. sacrifice. Off the edge of the cliff, they were still countering one yeah. another. Well, and like how dedicated, like because you're right, these are the elite of the elite. Black Widow know. Hawkeye had already jumped off the edge. Black Widow jumped after him. They could have both died. But, like, but even then, like, she knew, like, oh, I'm good enough for no. Only one of us will die. Like, yeah, yeah. To the it was just the way they, the way it was. So each you could tell each one of them refused, refused. to give up. They did not yeah. want, and it came to a twist of fate. But it made total sense yeah. when she said, like, tell them yourself, like. Yeah. She's, she's not like, gonna let you. But she's like, yeah, yeah, this is my family, but I'm doing this for the family that I chose, mm-hmm. and you deserve to see the family that you have. That yeah. you still have a chance yeah. of, of seeing. Oh my god, it broke me. Whatever it takes. <laughs> I mean, that was what fucked up. Whatever that. I mean, that was the theme. That was essentially the theme of the movie. Whatever it takes. Yeah, that was that was very true. And with uh, I with that being said, with Hawkeye, Ronan, I thought that because he was the one at the start of the Infinity War, the whole premise was he wanted to be with his family. He did not want. I mean, that to goes be, all the way back to like uh, Civil War. A, well, even before, it goes back to Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron, yeah. yeah. He, he was the first one to kind of hang up, saying, "I've got a family, I've got kids, yeah. I got to watch out for them." And he was even in Age of Ultron. I was watching it. And he was lying about having. He didn't tell anybody because he wanted them out of it. Yeah. So for for when when that when. He lost his family, was taken away. It was in a lot of the ways the exact opposite of Tony. Where Tony, he wanted to move forward, have his family. Ronan just went gonna haul. He said, "I am going to every." The way he said that, if you you were given a second chance, and this is how you're spending it, yeah, no, and yeah. just why- oh no, that was uh, probably one of my favorite lines in the movie. I remember it where it was just like. Uh, half the people in the world had Thanos. You have me. Yeah. Yeah. And he just ripped shit I mean, I thought down. it was great. It was yeah. So did I. For a second there, I was like, when did we go into an anime? 
<laughs> I was just like, wait, why is he going rogue? But then it all made sense. Like, oh, he's killing like all the bad people yeah. who still get to live. Yeah. When yeah. he saw good people yeah. die. Bingo. Yeah. yeah. That's that's it. That's exactly the that's, that is. So good. And then we have uh, Banner Hulk, which I just adored. I didn't think of another <laughs> phrase of it. Is that I felt that that lighthearted someone, and they were. That's something I did appreciate about the film. They were very good. The humor did not feel demeaning at all. Well, yeah, it felt very that's where, to me, it felt like a comic book panel. But it was like, I hey, agree. Avengers vs. X-Men is happening, but here's a funny panel like, in the middle. Or, you, you, know, like, you, need, you need some levity in this Well, thing, you do, but it was so, so much heavy. more different than Infinity War. Infinity War was arguably heavier. If it, yeah, it was like, loss after loss exactly. after, lo- after yeah, failure. So this one, it was like you're working towards. You knew they were going to succeed in but, this movie. But, but, but Let's you know, face it. But you know, we, we actually kept most of the levity only in that pre-second act. Like once we actually yeah. got into the into the motion of things and the heist, we got a little bit of levity there. But past the heist, like we're, oh, we're no, there. No, oh, I mean, the millisecond they get back from the heist, once once. They know it starts blowing up the compound from space. Like we're serious. Then it's just oh, that. Okay, I want to jump to that. It is, but I just I appreciated the Banner evolution. Hulk. The evolution so, of I do want to talk about Banner Hulk too. Basically, I I was a little like shocked at first. It was just like. Why is he so, like, he's just bubbly. He's just, like, taking selfies with children. He's just, like, you know, listen to your parents. And it was just, like, (laughs) why the fuck? Like, God, yeah, the last time we saw, you know, Banner, he couldn't control the Hulk. He couldn't even get him to come out. We don't get an explanation over the five years, but he just is the way he is. And then I learned to accept it. I was, like, it's been five years. We don't even know exactly what happened. He gave us a one-liner. But this new personality of his is like it's like learning to live with anxiety. And that's like, that's, hey, this is me. Like, I can be happy, but I can learn to cope with my bad side. Well, that's yeah. exactly it. Like, this is this is him. This is his two personalities. Yeah. This not even two personalities. It's just him understanding. This is me. Yeah. This is me now. Like, I am both the Hulk. I, I am both. Like, this is Hulk. the Hulk. Like, do you remember when they landed in New York and he was just like, you're gonna need to smash some stuff as like, you walk away. Uh, 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 but that's, yeah, throw. But that, I think that Smash. was the most genuine example of all of them of acceptance. Where yeah, exactly. Banner was saying, "Well, this is the just the world I am in now." He's the most well-adjusted out of them. He's like hiding world. himself he, he when is. he was like, "I'm so sorry, guys." He's at a diner. <laughs> he's at a diner. He's very also. ashamed. Yeah, like oh, that was, I think that was I. I love that. So it was. Or hey, Ant Man's like, hey, be careful with that. You're, you're. It's, I'm being careful. No, you're being very hulky with it. <laughs> oh, my favorite is when after the the experience with the with Ant Man, he's going through the different. Oh, the uh, different baby. Uh, baby and old man. Uh, like, very what, end. What? This is. I consider this a success, guys. Like, time travel. <laughs> well, he this is science. <laughs> I saw the way he does it. He's like, isn't it great, guys? They really. Yeah, I mean, and he I know came that, back as a baby, and they're like, he can grow up from here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's like, it's a baby. It's Scott. It's Scott as a baby. <laughs> yeah. So that that was Scott was really great in this. Yeah, he, I mean, he, Paul Rudd. He, he yeah. very much carried most of the levity in that in that, oh, in that yeah. pre-second act. Like, I, like I really enjoyed uh, his, his interactions. Have just really been like one of the best. Like, yeah, that that's America's ass. <laughs> uh, the taco scene is one of my favorite. Like little like what they really got right. What's up, regular size man? <laughs> exactly. What they, what they really got right was all the interactions. Like they just the, yeah, like all the interactions. Uh, the how's it going, Ratchet? We're all just like on fucking. Yeah. Point. The only thing I really wanted more was more of Tony and Rocket. Oh well, yeah. I think that's what, and that's where the Infinity War comes into place. 
is in Fury War, they were all scattered. Yeah. So there's a lot of things you couldn't. I would say whenever people did get together, like uh, War Machine and Falcon, you know, when they were flying through the space together, or when you had Wanda and uh, and uh, Natasha together. It, I think that when the characters were flying together, there were good moments, but they're in... You're talking in, about in Infinity War. In Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, yeah. But Infinity War still had a very large cast and a very splintered cast. Well, and what were we thinking about? Because, like, Infinity War took place over the course... You and I, like, l- kind of looked at it. It took place over the course of, like, 12 hours or, like... It was a... It, yeah. It like, was, it was some, it was, like, ridiculously short day. period of time. Yeah. And then this movie, obviously, took place over the course of, like, A, five-year time jump, but B, like, it was, like, they had time to build shit, and they had time to, like, yeah. plan, oh, yeah. and time to several, do things. several days at a minimum. I couldn't yeah. believe that after five years, there was still a lot of shit going wrong. Like, the world really did not move on. Yeah. All those ships still at the pier. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I mean, and, like... No more Mets, no more you gotta, baseball like, teams. Yeah, you gotta think about, like, in what... Like, just how the world would have been impacted by that. Like, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it took them, like another five years to even recuperate after everyone came back from the snap like all the new crime that's gonna happen and weird shit and people like undusting in the middle of the ocean when their boats are docked well, there's gonna the be things. deaths as a result of the oh, people yeah. coming oh, back yeah. and just a little the world was in I can't even think about, about that one um <laughs> and then we have for me well Thanos I gotta tell you young Thanos you were you were talking earlier about the ship shooting. Uh, oh, the, yeah. When it comes, can out I just the- say I as young, arrogant, aggressive. I thought that was the best entrance. Where I'm just going to blow the fuck. Oh, the Avengers down there. Do you mean their powers are? They have a bow and arrow. Here's the idea. I'm just gonna fucking blow them up from the space. What about a space nuke? That. What about space nuke? Oh, you want me to go down there? No, nah, I'm just gonna sit back here. <laughs> I'm gonna let <laughs> them come to me. I mean, say what you about that Thanos. Thanos, young old. He is an efficient man. He is. Yeah. And then so he blew him up. And then during the fight, he does the same fucking thing again. What? About about my death soldiers. What about them? Fuck it. Space nuke. <laughs> it's like man. Yeah, Thanos is, if anything, very strategic. <laughs> yeah. But I will say that his lack of experience in those whatever twelve years that he skipped or whatever time it was, like, kind of failed him a little bit. Like he, oh, under- yeah. he underestimated them severely. He underestimated, and that's the difference between old because he knew Stark, right? And old Thanos when he approached. Iron Man, it was with more, I felt caution, where it says, you're not the only one cursed with genius. He's seen them at this point fight well, Ultron. Well, and a lot of that is also the Soul Stone, kind of adding that level of empathy. And That's true. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot of connections there that make him a much type of different threat than, right. than young Thanos. Um, and, and ultimately, young Thanos believed his Kool-Aid. You know, he was into his own hype. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was, yeah. You know, he was Too definitely the Kanye, the Kanye of the villains. <laughs> You know, I um, I do want to call out Young Nebula's TZ. Nebula story arc. Oh my oh, god, yeah. was very excellent. She, yeah, I mean, from when she was first introduced in Guardians One to to the end of this, where she has to murder her own past self in order to save her her past past sister. evil sister in order to defeat her current past evil, like just the mind shit that she had to have been going through, and then to to. It's funny. Uh, it was great to see them right next to each other because one. You know, Nebula was still very much like, I'm going to please my father and I'm going to do everything. But because of the compassion 
that Gamora shows her and her relationship with Gamora over the years, she becomes Nebula now. So seeing the old Nebula who hasn't, I mean, it's a lot of these, this whole thing is like, you haven't gone through what the past you went through. And, and yep. it's, yeah. it's repetitive, but it means and matters so much more. And the fact that Gamora, I mean, Gamora ends up turning basically right after the events that we were watching in yeah. Endgame anyways, because shortly after Quill gets that stone, you know, she meets him on Xandar and, and, and she eventually like joins the team and she's just like, I know what he's doing with the stones. So in, in a sense, Gamora was already like thinking and you could see the self-doubt. Yeah. But like, that, that was, was just favorite, so epic. That was one of my favorite scenes. It was a scroll statement of when Nebula was in the throne in front of, of uh, Gamora, Thanos, and past Nebula she really did love her sister. And you could tell that she yeah. wanted to protect her sister and she wanted to warn her sister about her death. And young Nebula was only interested in appeasing her father. Even older Nebula, even the way she interacted, in in my eyes, Nebula was, it is an Avenger. The way yep. she interacted with the other people, the way oh, yeah. she stood up, the way oh, yeah. she fought, the way she did was right, the way she was willing to make sacrifices. The way she interacted with Road with War Machine Rhodey, the way she interacted with other characters. Yeah, there's a rela- there's a relationship. Yeah, I, I want that hookup. Yeah, I, was, I, I, I wasn't like expecting to. I to, to Iron be Man. In or space Iron Man in weeks? space at the very in the, at the very yeah. beginning, and like she, she like, takes up his body. And yeah, her the food when he offers yeah. her the that was the moment was the two of them, and those were I arguably, was tearing up that whole montage. Well, it was beautiful. They were and the very his, like, selfish characters at the beginning, like you said earlier. The things they went through. Iron Man to start when he was trapped in the hole, he was only cared by himself. Nebula in the beginning was only caring, only wanted to appease Thanos, and then here they are at the end of their lines. For crumbs, they were trying to offer the crumbs to each to, other to each other to survive. I think that is the truest example of their character growth, character growth yeah. and shift. Such a true. It would be maybe like fucking stole the show. Yeah, and I like the callback to isn't the Infinity Saga in the comics like heavily like Nebula focused? Like she ends up take stealing that. So yeah, it is, but not like I that. that. Yeah, yeah I it's in that. a different way. Well, no, I know it's a different but way. But they did feature her in a, a similar highlight. Like, yeah, yeah, in the comics, yeah. like she was heavily featured. So I was like, are they going to go anywhere with that in the film? And they they, they did their own take on it, but it was excellent. Well, Cappy too in his uh, you know was it as long as one man. One man stands against you. Let's get now. Let's get to the the fan because that, there's a that lot was of, one yeah, of there's mine. a lot of references and call outs. I and, could do this all day. <laughs> yeah. So I know. So my, my, my favorite has to be like I know I know a lot of people probably ding on it, but I really appreciated the A Force reference. Oh my god! Like I know people were saying, oh, it's just a go. Are people really like, dinking it? It's like no, I mean, of course every, there are. Okay, there every are, scene. Do you know neckbeards? Well, Look, it's, every it's, scene leading up to that shows all of the men trapped in their own fights. Yeah, they could not have helped. So when Peter was the free one and he's like, I don't know how you're going to do this. And all these women just coming to her aid and Wasp getting big. Oh, my God. It was just like, well, people gave me also, shivers. People just don't realize, like, A-Force is actually a thing. And yeah. So I, I really appreciated the A-Force reference. It was dope. You know, Captain Marvel as the leader. Of rescue? The Can we talk about Rescue? Rescue was really awesome. Kicking back ass. to back fire. I thought that was Spinning awesome. Spinning around each other. That was oh. cool. Rescue was really fucking awesome to see. I need a pop of Rescue. Are they, they're probably going to make one, right? If oh, they yeah, don't make one, one, they they have to custom one. Yeah. Um, on, on your left is probably one of the best. On your left, that was, that was, like, that was hear me my and him favorite. hearing his voice for the first time in like five years. Well, that was my favorite because it was to me that was the that was the quintessential not only the what makes a superhero great, but what makes Cap great. Broken shield, injured, 
beaten, friend lost, broken arm. arm, broken arm, an army in front of him, and he'll stands up and faces them off on his own. And to isn't the it last funny breath. that like obviously we didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know that they were all just about to shoot up through the I stranger holes. But the thing is that. He's, like you said, like, defeated, broken, half-shield, and he still got up, and all you're thinking is just, like... How's he gonna do this? Who is your saving grace right now? Like, and, and then that I happened. I was gonna die. The I voice, thought that was I it. was like, oh, my God, I cried so hard. I, to your left. That was the Everybody that plopped in, like, Mantis, Quill, Valkyrie on her fucking Pegasus, yeah. Rescue. Like, I was just screaming. I swear to God, I was screaming. But everybody else was too. Well, that was because they were using characters also who weren't quote unquote Avengers. Or, and it was that oh, moment where this was. Oh, and then shows up with Black Panther. Yeah, with the Shuri dog was in there. Mbaku. Yeah, Mbaku. And the Everyone. entire Wakandan army. And I love the idea. I love when. I know he said to Peter, but I just like the idea of Doctor Strange going to these places and saying, Cap needs you. Yeah. And immediately, where no one even says anything. Yeah. They just show up. All, like, the wizards? All, the wizards. All the wizards? Cap needs us. We got, we got wizards, Wakandans, as guardians. As guardians? As guardians? Those are the three armies, right? Well, I'm, I'm sure there are human armies in there also. Really? I mean, I'm sure. I don't know. I, I didn't I don't think that, I saw that. I, I, I mean, I, I assume there'd be like to. some shield folk. I, you know, surprisingly, none of the, uh, you didn't see any shield folk show up there at the end. I would have figured you would at least see like shield with a gat at some point, or fury with a gat at some point, but you didn't even see that. Man, it would have been amazing to see like Daisy Johnson and Agent May and them. I don't want to even get into that. You're, I agree. You have a lot of high hopes. <laughs> hey, you're the one saying, what are they just shield? I, they, I just love this idea. <laughs> show up? Doctor Strange said, this is the only way, right? So I like this idea of Doctor Strange seeing the future saying, I gotta get the team together. Like, I just love him when he's when he's through. When he's dusting, he's immediately like, okay, what's what's gonna be to me <laughs> one second, I know it's gonna be five years later, and I need to talk to this person. And so he's sitting over there, like, making, like, a list on his iPhone, like, alright, as soon as I get undusted, I need to talk to the wizards, hey, I need hey, to talk to them. get your shit. That's exactly We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. That's exactly what it was. Look, man. Or when get, get Iron me. Man in the middle of the battle asks him, like, and this is the one where we win, and he's like, I can't tell I you can't that. I can't tell you, otherwise <laughs> it's not going to happen. And then when you realize what it is that it has to happen, yeah. and he's in the middle of the fight, and he turns to Strange, the one. and he, he gives him the one, one and then God, Tony's man. realization, like, oh, okay, I have to do this. Yeah. Well, what's important is that like it wasn't like a doubt. He didn't have a moment. Like, I think the, 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 the best thing about that moment is Tony didn't have a doubt. <laughs> no, he didn't. There was not a shadow of a doubt. There was an hesitation. And, like, and it's, it's interesting, too, like we were talking about earlier. It's like, it's not just about... Tony evolving from previous Tony to current Tony, and that's a big part of it. But also, like, he has all of these people that he's doing this for, including now his daughter, and they were able to save everyone, bring everyone back, and still not change anything that happened. So he got to have his daughter and save everyone else, and then the only person you have to sacrifice is yourself? Oh, yeah, that's not even in question. Yeah. It really wasn't. I mean, because he he got what he... He got what he wanted. And, man, fucking Pepper. For all the flack that Gwyneth Paltrow gets from me, too. <laughs> Deservedly, because of she, Goop. Because she's insane. Yeah. She is such fucking great Pepper yeah, Potts. She is. Kill mode. Kill mode. Kill mode. That was activate, so amazing. Activate instant kill mode. Wait, activate kill mode. Yes. That, that, was, a, that, that was a fun little pick. <laughs> there were so many fun. The, well, and I know, like, we are. Huddle. The football huddle. The football huddle. The football. The, the, the torch. Yeah, everything to do with the fan service was. Well, and, like, we've already mentioned it, but Hail Hydra. Yeah. Hail Hydra is by far my favorite call. Yeah. And it's funny because as soon as the elevators closed, I knew that everybody else was expecting a fight that, scene. That fight scene. And all I went to was, he's going to. 
convince them that I he's Hydra. Hydra. Then I'll he's like, Hydra, 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 Hydra. I knew it's it. It's such a good comics reference. Yes. <laughs> like, it was. They, they outdid the Hail Hydra, which wasn't really high, hard to do, but they outdid the Hail Hydra in the comics. They way outdid. They Can you imagine that so guy like, in his brain, that little the little bald guy with the glasses? Oh, Sitwell. Sitwell, yeah. yeah. Can you just imagine? He's just like, oh, he's in on it too. Nice. Asshole. Oh, ah. then I'll totally give him the scepter. <laughs> See, one of my favorite, I, know, I, I guess it's Max and Spores, but the end, the last, what choked me up to very end was the last scene. Everything about Cap going into back in time to turn the ju- the gem. Turn the gem. I knew at that point he's not coming back. Yeah. And, oh, then, yeah. and then he's on the bench. Well, Bucky, Bucky knew also. But, oh yeah, Bucky. Yeah, he he did. He even he said told him, "I'm gonna miss you. I'm gonna miss you." Yeah. Because yeah. that, and I think that's the truth. Because they know each other so damn well, and so to see Cap sitting down on the bench, like knowing. This is what the, uh, knowing this was the moment. Well, and that's where you get into this, like, you know, you get into this, like, you know, I'm sure people will be picking this movie apart for all of the time travel, like, loopholes and who gives a shit. And they're that's actually, one of those. They were actually pretty clean about time. And they, they were, were. For, for the most part. But, like, that's one of those scenes where it's like, so was Cap sitting there the whole time? Was old Cap, like, just waiting there for people to notice him? And it's like, who cares? It's just exactly. the, the next panel is just him sitting there. I don't care how or why or who. It just works. It yeah. does just work. Yeah. And it was very important. It was just, it was, because that's what Cap always, that was the end of a true, for me, that's the true the end of the Marvel. That is Cap's ending. Well, this Cap is the end of the Marvel. And Iron Man's ending. And Iron Man, yeah. Ending. This is how they all should have, this is how their story arcs should have wrapped up. And so, it was just very. So we want to talk about what, what comes next? Like, where do we, where are we at? Like, there's still one more movie left in phase three. Well, I think with that, Another reason of that is so much of Cap literally passing off the mantle to the yeah. next generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was him saying, behind the Sam and Sam saying, "That's not. It's that's it not mine." Feel like it's mine. It feels and like it's like someone else's. Someone else's. And, and what's Cap say? He says it's, it's not. It's not. It's not right. It's, it's not. time for the. It's time for Captain Marvel and Black Panther and Captain Falcon. The Falcon. All these other heroes. And I think that that's also something that I appreciate the Marvel Cinematic Universe is doing. That comic book genre in general is like horrifically bad at. At some point in time, you have to let you have to pass on the torch. You have but to move you on. mean it doesn't have to be Bruce Wayne behind the Batman mask for like eighty years? Yeah, any number. It's a, as it comes a point, literally, everything changes. Yeah, yeah, things things don't stay the same. You right. know, and then, then that's and that's okay. And you can you can create new have new stories with new people. So I think that it was just a very for me. It was a ve- or change like how Thor goes into uh, Guard of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, you can oh, welcome yeah. these changes. He made Valkyrie queen. Yeah, he made Valkyrie queen. He's off with kind of- his bro team now. And that was an important line that he says: "Is I'm not going to follow destiny. Like I'm just going to. Well, I've been Thor talking to his mom was really important because he he had lost all hope. He didn't have his brother, his father, his mother. He didn't have anybody." And going back and having his mom kind of talk some sense into him, being like, listen, I know you feel like you're under a lot of pressure, but stop feeling that way. Why don't you start doing some things for yourself for once? Yeah. Like you already, you already did this. You yeah. let them out. You saved them. You made a home for them. Yeah, exactly. Like, go do something for yourself. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited because Thor, obviously, has become a lot more exciting since, you know, Ragnarok. Yeah. He has. Yeah, since Titan. And even the actor himself was just like, oh, yeah, I was, like, done with Thor and he was getting stale, but... Now that he's like this new character that I get to play, I would one hundred percent continue to play him as long as they call me. Well, I mean, it's funny. I feel that Thor of all the original Avengers, 
for me, he's become the most relatable of them all, which oh, is yeah. so crazy. Like, he's the Asgardian. He's a god. Yeah, but now I, I can see, like, the way Thor handled that uh, that trauma, I can see myself doing that. Like I can see myself. All the time. Yeah, I could totally uh-huh. see myself fucking doing that. Thor and Meek on the couch playing Fortnite. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Before we move on to what's next, I will say this. That that movie was long. I think it needed an intermission. I definitely had to hold it. But I have never seen so much quality content packed into so many minutes. Yeah. It was one of the first times. Oh, you're going to say? And I was back to the pissing thing. I prepared all day for it. <laughs> I was like practicing the entire week before, like not pee in three hour interview intervals. And then that day, I stopped drinking liquids at one and then only sipped when I was like really thirsty and then went to the bathroom right before. And then I didn't have to go at all. Nice. <laughs> I'm getting old. I need, I need to see a urologist. I will freely admit it. To be fair, I, been, I didn't. I didn't do as much training, but I stopped drinking liquids at noon. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, you know what? I can't. Yeah. But I think that I just feel that this was a. Normally, there's fluff. I just don't feel that. I really would no say fluff. that. No fluff. There's nothing to you. Yeah. If you if you blink, you will miss something. Yeah. And now with what's coming up... why you couldn't go to the bathroom. <laughs> so, and then what's coming up what's coming up next, I will... First, the, the ending of this phase, actually, the Infinity Saga, actually ends with Spider-Man Far From Home. Right. So that's, which, our, that's our new status quo movie, right? Um, yeah, basically. So it's yeah, supposed to be... They the said they like wanted now? to... watch the more like now? They said that Fergie... Fergie what, said he wants to Feige? end it on a... Feige, thank you. Wants to end the saga on a lighter note so that yeah. was very emotionally heavy so they want something more upbeat fun so it makes sense to do a spider-man it is a status quo is this is the because all the other movies at this point are black panther guardians Dark these Strange. are Street, these are all cosmic or they're not the common large man. scale large scale yeah. so this is how do how is the world coping with the five year yeah um Time jump, time jump and, and people being gone for five years. Well, for one, we have half the population on Earth is five years older than the other half. Yeah, yeah, which is going to be like weird. That's, that's already yeah. that's already un- unusual. I hope that they at least address like what's it like at that high school level when we're. I'm sure they're going to have to. It's definitely going to be part. Of, like there'll yeah. be a scene of that for sure. Yeah, and and it definitely seems like Far From Home is going to touch on like what's next for the Avengers because it definitely seems like Fury is trying to groom Peter into you know. Getting in, getting into the actual Avengers, and yeah, because yeah. Fury's in it, Maria Hill's in it. I know because she's been promoting it, and she's yeah. just like, "Oh, we just finished rapping or whatever." Well, they have to because that's this is when the next the next uh, trend is going to have to be Captain Marvel, Black Panther. I imagine Doctor Strange. Yeah, well, Doctor Strange is well. I don't know. I think Marvel will definitely be in it. Panther is definitely like your your new Cappy. Yeah. On top of other Cappy. I feel like they just Captain really Falcon. set up Captain Marvel to be more of a like galactic defender, sort of guardian Z, not just a Yeah, she, she's she's the Thor. Like she's gonna come in or out come in and out compared yeah. to yeah. the others. Well they said that they wanted they've been implying they wanted this one to be more the next phase to be more cosmic anyway. So it makes sense they're gonna use use that character. And they also said that they want to make her the leader of the... She basically is the next leader of the Avengers, the next Marvel... And that makes sense, yeah. Marvel hero. And yeah, that does that does make that does make sense. So I think we'll be seeing more... We'll be seeing her... And plus she has lightning speed, so it's not like it's hard to write give stories for her to appear. Yeah. My, yeah. my, my hot take is that the... Uh, if I was a writer and you told me, hey, come up with a reason to bring the X-Men into the fold, 
I would be like, oh, well, you know, there's half the population that got cosmically fucked by the by Infinity Stones yeah. and then got unfucked by Infinity Stones. Surely that's got to do something to humans. You know what? Wibbly wobbly. Some tiny percentage XG. of them. Yeah. Well, no, you know what they said <laughs> when they when they were explaining that he snapped the stones in another in another planet. They were like, when he snapped the stones here on Earth, like this it created whole thing a massive happened. energy output. Yeah, and that happened over there too. Like it could very well yeah. have happened to the people who still lived who survived the snap. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. They got infected so with yeah, whatever just a massive amount of radiation. Because we're, yeah. we're getting X Men. Well, they said it was. Ga- I mean, that's Hulk gamma said this radiation. Was gamma radiation. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's like what did they say four or five years out I think was like the prediction or what all the articles or rumors are saying but even then what four or five years that's only what ten movies yeah. <laughs> and then, then and then but also like you know even from a chronological standpoint it's been five years since he made the snap on earth and, and then like five years after that people are like their mutant gene happening at puberty at that point and you like, can totally tell stories within that five year gap yeah Anyway, I mean, you, you got yeah. you can introduce totally new characters in that fight. You got a lot to work up there, yeah. I also I think that the format now that we've wrapped up the saga, I do the last my last uh, hot take on my opinion. I think that there's gonna be a bigger shift to superhero stories being told on the Disney Plus app. I think I that's gonna to be the way. Yeah, I mean, we've got you know we've got the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. We've got Wanda and Vision. We've got Loki. I mean. These a lot of these stories are going to be continued into the next saga, as you put it, Vincent, on both the big screen and the the Disney Plus screen. I don't want to say the small screen because Disney's made it very clear that they don't give a shit about coordinating their TV and movie shows, but coordinating streaming service stuff is going to be much different. Here's what I'll pay to see. Six episodes, maybe seven. And I say this on the basis that the actress who plays Wanda just said that the WandaVision first season was going to be like six episodes long or something, and they start filming <clears> in the fall. I will take six to seven episodes of Captain America putting all the stones back in their place in time. Like his... Oh, adventures. like a miniseries of Captain America mm-hmm. putting the stones back. Because yeah. you do remember that Chris Evans was just like, yeah, well, I know I said that I was sick of playing Captain America, but... But Endgame happened. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, but if you know, they ever needed... I can't take away America's ass. <laughs> But you know that would be a cute little series. Yeah, or, I can see or, or we could get an old man Steve being old the, man Steve being a mentor. Director. I can see it. I can see that. Kind of. For me, I, I'd like to see kind of moving into the future. This like the repercussions of their actions because like they fucked with time, and it wasn't just like they screwed with time and Thanos came back, or like there could be some like repercussions on a small scale. Like as we move into this more cosmic scale, we've now fucked with time. I want to see like a villain. This would be a good opportunity, like a King the Conqueror. Yeah, I, mean, well, King, King I was the under the impression that there was only one. Time fuck up. Well, so when Loki no, but is I did, I just, with the Tesseract, not just that though. Yeah. I mean that like that was the one I was even which like is where Loki TV show I guess comes and out. the Loki yeah, TV yeah. show comes in there. But, but even like the general. minor stuff of like the the milliseconds it took for there to be like from when the time stone got taken to when it got dropped off, and each of the different stones from when they got taken and dropped off, like even those tiny like fractions could have created like splinters or who knows how that happens. How that affects things like a thousand years in the future, which is where Kang the Conqueror comes from. So there's, but you're right. I mean, whether it be small or large, like kind of things. Now that they've messed with time, it just introduces now you open up that world. A, yeah. yeah, it introduces time as a concept. Yeah, of, oh, of, of, of characters from the future coming yeah. to the past, and so we can get we can get Kang the Conqueror, which is kind of the next big battle. Yeah. Um, Galactus, some people were saying. Yeah, is now yeah. well, I think at this point, with uh, Captain Marvel and the Scrolls, the way that she's expanded, Galactus is not. It, it 
And with the snap, it's not hard to say Galactus smelled that snap, and so he's hungry and came to Earth. Well, right? yeah. so, and we have, you know, Galactus is back under Disney, right? Yeah. Thanks to... They got everything now. They got everything. So, Fantastic Four back on the table. Galactus is back on the table. Doctor Doom Doctor is back Doom. On the and table. so, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see something on a grand scale like Kang the Conqueror, or on, like, a very, like, back-to-Earth scale with, like, Doctor Doom. But, yeah, they've got... I mean, the possibilities are limitless, honestly. Yeah. yeah. It'll be really interesting to see what we get out yeah. of Far From Home, if anything at all. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man. The thought came back to me. I almost lost it. When Okoye is reporting to Scarlet Witch, and they're all in, like, the Scarlet little... Johansson. Scar- Scarlet Johansson. Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Johansson. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not Scarlet Witch. Um, and Okoye says something about, like, an earthquake or tectonic plates moving under the ocean and, like, creating earthquakes and waves. Are you saying you want Fing Fang Foom? I was thinking Namor. Oh, oh, shit. Okay, wow. <laughs> Definitely went the wrong direction with yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, Surprisingly, uh, I think Namor is still off the table because he's got... Is he really? He's got... Uh, Isn't he a Black Panther villain? He's got... Black Panther 3 too. He's got rights issue with Universal. Yeah, Universal Studios. They're shared stuff. How did Namor, of all the characters, become the most fucking complicated? Uh, yeah. Okay, well, whatever. Well, you know, it's still a dream. Yeah. Well, after you guys watch... After you watch the movie, well, you should have already watched the movie, watch it again. And then check us out on on uh, social media. Yeah, we are at Sidekicked Comics on Instagram, at, at Sidekicked Podcasts on Instagram, and at Sidekicked Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Use the hashtag Sidekick, Sidekick Pod if you're tweeting at us. I'm Vincent. I'm Jean. I'm Alex. I'm David. As Sidekick, you come for the comics. But, but you, you stay, stay for, for the, the conversation. conversation.